The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime. Where sexual assault is so common, you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue, even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia, bulimia, hallucinations, loss of integrity, <coughs> complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's arse. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. That was really hard to get through. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm actually really you sick can't right breathe. now. Ugh. I'm really Let's sick go. right now. Um, I'd like, of course, you guys know my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. I am choking Hello. trying to get through this. I'm not going to do much better. <laughs> I got thrown off of, uh, uh, my blood thinner and allergy pills. So, yay. Oh, good. Uh, so, we both get to be sick and miserable. Uh, yeah, it's, uh-huh. been, it's been bad. Con was a disaster. Then we had a disaster with one of our fighters. Then my aunt died. Now I'm sick. Oh, um, I'm, sorry to, about, I'm sorry to hear about. I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear about your aunt. That's. Uh, it's it's been if if it it has been an exercise in Murphy's law in the last two weeks, uh-huh. to the point that I ended up. Um, if I didn't go to urgent, it turned into either I go to urgent care tomorrow or ER. You know, if I if I waited till the night, so I went in, and I got an IV, and I was really dehydrated and <sighs> ill. And uh, the the doctor was, you know, kind of an ass, but but helped. So thank you. Um, but the problem is, I have lupus. So what would be a cold? She's like, well, this is a really bad virus. It's gonna last a couple of weeks. All I could think is, shit, I'm gonna be down for six months. Because you combine anything with lupus, that's what happens. I'd like to remind everyone: every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America. We give money to free MMA uh, to teach martial arts to whoever wants to go. And, of course, the Boys and Girls Club of America. Moist is not a swear word. Um, the, the record, of course, I think even our, is, is, is held by uh, Sean Patrick Flannerty, who said the F word like 72 or 73 times in an hour. But he, we, that's, he's the reason we had to start giving to charity over this. Like everyone in Hollywood, yeah, swear, my God, he something. made it in an, he turned it into an Olympic sport. Right. We, we had it. <laughs> you know, and it's good. So, you know. Yeah. yeah I, well, I like doing things for people. I like being nice. It's a nice change. Usually I just get Especially to be the asshole. It doesn't really a lot. It doesn't really involve a whole lot of effort on my part. You know, I just. Well, you're good at swearing. Unique, unique swear words or something like that, 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 that. Twat waffle should be 
a word that you shouldn't say. And, and I'm going to, uh, and I'm going to campaign to make it so. I, I just, that's not even on our list of words we can't say, but that's <laughs> my God. But I, I will double check. I, that sounds awful. So they were doing a big thing um, for the Kardashians being famous for some ridiculous amount of time. And then I did a look back on Kim Kardashian. And one of the things they were slamming was her lack of work ethic. Now, I have a lot to say about the Kardashians, but you can't tell me she doesn't have a work ethic. Work ethic? How much is that woman worth? Yeah, but work ethic meaning she got there by working. Um, you know, it's also it even like be... bugging Trump and getting some actual nice things done as far as criminal justice reform goes. So, and good, you know, hats off to her for that. But yeah. they were jumping back to 2006, and they were saying uh, she's had her sights set on a reality show. Then this is when she was Paris Hilton's assistant. Um, a lot of people don't know she did start as Paris Hilton's ah, assistant. That and makes she said, a lot of sense. But she said she uh, she really kind of wanted to do her own reality show, but her main goal was to get married and have children, which, you know, she's done. Um, the first thing she said when she got Keeping Up with the Cardassians was, it's a fun reality show, it's something to do for right now, but you know how reality shows are. Right. So she didn't expect it to last. She didn't really. Well, she also saw, because, uh, I mean, the Paris Hilton, that Paris and Nicole thing, that, that thing only that lasted. That had to do with Nicole Richie bailing on it, and th there were some problems Still. there. But Still. she didn't, Paris Hilton didn't have um, Kim Kardashian's work ethic. I have a lot of complaints with Kim Kardashian, but she, the, the woman works. The woman's always doing something. She busts ass. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock her there. If you'd like the list of, list of reasons, I think she's a terrible influence and I don't like her, I can give her those too. But lack of work ethic and drive yeah. is not one of them. There definitely um, should be, like, a, I mean, rated R for completely different reasons. Yeah. Know? Like, uh, no one under 18 should be watching watching it, this show because that's just... It yeah, warps but, your mind and makes you stupid. Yeah. You hear these kids now, I want my own reality show. Like, if they knew how hard reality stars work and how little they really get paid, it's insane. I mean, really insane. The Kardashians are the exception. Uh, then, of course, her first ever publicist told her she'd never make it onto the cover of a magazine, so she needed to adjust her expectations. Her first publicist was obviously a woman. Yep. Uh, no, actually, it was Just a man. It, it was a man, but it had to do with um, what the look Dorothy? was at the time. No, he, was, he, he, he wasn't a friend of Dorothy. Uh, uh, I have to know the fellow. No, he was he was going off the expectation at the time, not looking at how expectations can change. She is shapely, but that wasn't in in 2006. Everyone wanted rail thin. Remember, we're talking heroin chic. We'd just come out the 90s. Yeah. Her first ever magazine interview, she denied the existence of a sex tape. Mm -hmm. Well, that, 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 that later proved false, but what do you... What do you do now? Now nowadays. Nowadays, you admit to it. Back like, then, you didn't. Like it's like you just start apologizing for it. It's like yeah, it was something that and I did. Like even though we were perfectly lighting and we had a film crew with us, but still there was there was something that was just simply meant for us, which you can find on www. You know, uh, everywhere.com. Yeah. Un unlike Farrah Abrams, who did it with porn star Jesse James, and then tried to uh, say that it wasn't. James, James Dean. Dean, thank you. Uh, Jesse, yeah. 
Jessie Jane is a woman. I'm, I'm mixing this up. This is what happens with new medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did it with James Dean and tried to pull this crap. And that woman's just trying to hold on to 15 minutes from being, right. you know, an unmarried mother. Well, um, I actually talked to James about that. Uh, and she, Farrah was trying to push it off like there was a relationship there and things like that. And yeah. James was like, no, was I was job. hired. I did the scene. I went home. Had a snack, then another scene. He's doing his job. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, way back, uh, one of the things that caught everyone's attention before the sex tape, uh, they were talking and it got picked up on one of um, Paris Hilton's things, was Paris Hilton had asked uh, Kim Kardashian to rate herself 10 out of 10 in bed. She gave herself a 20. I saw the tape. Seven at the best. <laughs> well, uh, then, of course, in uh, 2007, she went backstage to try with Paris Hilton to try and watch Kanye West's performance, but couldn't get anywhere near him. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Then she decided in 2007 she was going to work on trying to get a reality show. She decided to work with her mum. So mm-hmm. she broke up with her boyfriend at the time. She cut off everything and focused an entire year on getting famous. Now there's a great thing on psychology today. If you want to be famous guys, it's called get famous in one year or less. It's really, really, really good advice. It really is. And if you cut off your entire life and put it towards getting famous, she did it. She had the help of a mom that was very good at it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention was her, when did her father pass away? Uh, way, way, way back, way back. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, there were also like, you know, people had, there were famous people in that family. I mean, Bruce Jenner being one of them. There were. And she at used that time, to her. Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Caitlyn so. Jenner. But they, uh, I found it interesting. The minute uh, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, the uh-huh. first thing they did was start to sexually objectify and say, what a gorgeous woman. All I could think of was, well, welcome to being a woman in entertainment. Yeah, didn't he, didn't uh, 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 Jenner, uh, I'm just going to say asexual Jenner, so it's, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just weird. Uh, I Didn't he get a woman of the year? Yeah. You know, so I, I got I to say this. I have an aunt that was born my uncle. This is not an abnormal thing for me. I grew up with it. So it okay. doesn't bother me. Um, it doesn't bother think, me because, you know, I, I, I live the live and live. And I don't, live. well, I, I agree, but I don't find it weird no. or anything like that. What I find odd is when everyone goes bat poop crazy um, while people are taking time to adjust. Like, it's going to take time, especially if you're famous, give, give the world some time to adjust. They will. But stop right. being like the PR police while everyone's trying to, like the PR My- police. Biggest issue with the whole thing was, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past the Kardashians to fake something like this just for ratings. Um, no, this, this, so I know I, I have friends that are friends with that family. Uh-huh. Uh, he's had breasts for 25 years. He used to wear like Chris, this was not a chick. No, he, he had them on. Um, this wasn't a surprise, meaning he had implants. This wasn't a surprise to Chris Jenner. She knew that there was more to it. Her denying it was BS, but there's nothing she could have done because with her reality show, she would have been fried for not admitting this stuff publicly. Mm. But this was not a secret to anyone, just to anyone that knew them. 
Um, then, of course, Kim Kardashian's always praised for being polite to fans and the paparazzi, but it was a lesson she learned from Paris Hilton. And she said she'd always watch Paris Hilton stop and talk and make time. She taught me there's no need ever not to be polite to your fans because without them, you will not be employed. Yeah, who did I hear somebody saying? I think it was, oh, God, I can't remember who he was talking about, but somebody famous. Famous and they say, yeah, I kind of get annoyed when people interrupt me at dinner. But then on the other side of that, they're buying you a dinner. Paid for paid for that dinner. Yep. You know, in a roundabout way. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry. I think you 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 choose a life of celebrity. I'm not saying you don't deserve privacy in the potty, but I mm-hmm. am saying if someone stops you on the street, don't be a dick. Um, then, of course, uh, Paris Hilton actually cut communication with Kim Kardashian because she was annoyed that she'd copied her success, which surprises me because I've always found um, Paris Hilton to be a very cool and genuine person. So that's a rumor. Copy I, I, I don't know. I've, I've always found her yeah. to be pretty, okay, pretty so compassionate. Okay, so the sex tape led through a reality show. You know, uh, she learned a lot. She did what you're supposed to do as an intern. She learned. Um, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we will be chatting a little more about this. Then I am very, very excited. Today, we are going to be back on with one of our favorite people, Jasmine. She's a model and actress. She was in Maxim USA. She's a German yeah, I'm person. I'm glad she's beauty. actually coming back on. I think we bumped her twice. For we her. did. I got sick, yeah. and then my aunt died. It was really bad. Um, and I love this woman. So I'm glad she's coming back. She was really understanding because a lot of people at time in, in entertainment, you know, if you bump someone, they don't care if your aunt died. Like I, I love my aunt. This is, I am still not okay. And so for, she was just really cool about it. So God bless her. I'm really happy about that. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about fame. Then we are going to be on with one of um, my favorite models. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. I haven't even jumped on my Twitter. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. Lex, you posted the show on Twitter so I can talk to everyone there, right? Um, I do want to give a quick yes. shout out to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studio. Thank you for always making me red carpet gorgeous. Aspen Mills Bread Company um, actually closed. It, it did a lot of charity work and it closed all four of its stores due to a fire. So <clears throat> my heart goes but out But they to will them. be reopening soon. But they will be reopening soon. Good. God bless them. Oops. Um, oh, wow. offer, okay. that's, that's rough. Um, yeah, off-road yeah, rentals. Yeah. Thank you for always giving us giveaways. New Palm Springs Diet, that sublingual spray. Thank you to Dr. Russ. Hairstyles by V, Graduate Hotel Tempe. Uh, makeup at Con for me was done. Uh, I'm going to put this up because it was by Vicky and Zini, and I, I'm not going to get this right. So I'm going to put these links up because I looked fabulous. And our giveaways this week are from Off-Road Rentals and True Rest Float Spas in Sedona and Las Vegas. So we will come up with a question probably about Kim Kardashian since that's what we're talking about. And um, I know, but it's really interesting how, how, how everyone's kind of, you know, she goes back and forth um, with people loving her and hated her. So I wanted to give quick shout-outs to everyone back that kind of owns my ass and helps. Um before okay, so before she became famous, Kim Kardashian would buy tabloid magazines and cut out uh, celebrity hairstyles she liked and show them to her hairdresser. I'm not sure I believe that one about Paris Hilton not talking to her over that. I knew there was a falling out, but I actually heard it was for a very different reason. So that surprises me. Um, then well, we when have, your intern is starting to become more famous than you. I kind of think that's cool, though. It means you've done the right thing. Like, if your intern is failing in life, mm-hmm. you right, fucked up. You, you also have to have a certain, this is something we don't talk about enough, in order to be and maintain fame, you have to have a certain amount of uh, vanity and self-worth that doesn't necessarily exist in most humans. Yeah, that's a valid point. And so I think that maybe, uh-oh, I think she's trying to do this, or she's trying to be bigger than me, and, and, you know, so, you know, I, I get it, because, I mean, what parents didn't have to do anything. I mean, I think she's got, she's probably got other siblings. What do they do? They're, they're they, they don't well, have to Nikki work Hilton for the day in their life. Rich. Nikki Hilton married Rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She so married a, Roth, a Rothschild. Right, because she's in that atmosphere where I think she's almost, yeah, if if there was, <laughs> think about a Hilton marrying up. Oh, my God. You know, there ain't a few families, there ain't but a few families higher than her, so. But that being said, so what else are we talking about with these jackasses? 
Oh, I've got, sorry, I've got someone freaking out on Twitter. Um, so, oh, uh, Jennifer, so she was once so in awe of Jennifer Lopez, she was terrified to meet her. Uh, I've, I've been around Jennifer Lopez. There's, there's certain parts of her body that are very, very intimidating. There's Jennifer Lopez. It's very intimidating. She's a cool lady, though. She really is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, next one was um, her favorite celebrity. Her biggest celebrity crush was George Clooney, of all people. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. I think I, I can see that. I know. Purple. Like, I'm like, that's not like, that's not a secret. Everyone loves George Clooney. Mm-hmm. I love George Clooney. I want to have George Clooney's baby. And he's married to a wonderful woman. Like, he did well. Yeah, and he was a bachelor for a long time. And then he's like, yeah, yeah I'm never getting married. And then he, then he sees his wife. and like, oh, yeah, I can see how he changes his mind. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it has to do with that. He's dated plenty of beautiful women. When you find the right person, you find the right person. And, so, and when you spend that long waiting for the right person, you know, there, there were no rumors of infidelity. There was no drama. There was none of that with them. True. It was and just simply... There's a certain minute where you're only as Chris Rock makes a good point about you're only as faithful as your options, uh, and I think I remember Robert Vaughn, uh, the man from Uncle. I think he was on either. Yes, I watched. Yeah, I was on the View. Yes, I watched the View. Uh, this was before he passed away, and talking about, and he was just celebrated his 30th wedding anniversary with his wife. Like now, Rob was Robert was like around 80 at this point. It's like, well, what's what's the secret of staying together? It's like, well, I got all, I sowed all my wild oats for the first 50 years, and then I got hitched. There you go. Yeah, it's true. You're as faithful as your options. If you get an option for a million gorgeous girls, it becomes a hell of a lot harder to be faithful. Yeah, um, what I'm talking about, I had a man crush on freaking George Clooney. You know, that's, yeah, he's, his options are way out there. Yeah, I, I don't think, I've never met anyone that wasn't an option for George Clooney. Um, oh, there was points that Paris Hilton would just hang out in clubs trying to get near Justin Timberlake. <laughs> She's then very there, like, like, you know. He is. Then there was uh, she and Serena Williams ended up friends because they used to send each other email links comparing their butts because that's all anyone talked about with either of them. So they ended up friends well, because they kept subject. joking about that. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I have I have a big booty. When I was an underwear model, I had an ass. So that's something that's very close to my heart. Is a uh, is a big caboose. So it is um, a horrible thing because you have to get everything taken in at the waist and let out at the hips. Just saying. Yeah, I got nothing. So. <laughs> and she was always very uncomfortable looking at the results of sexy photo shoots she's done. Which I understand. There's a point where you're like, well, yeah, I'm just not feeling so good. There are actors who don't want to watch their own work. You know, that's, I get it. I think it catches me a little bit with her. Like, you have the ones with the champagne where she broke the internet. Like, that was a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. But I I didn't like that shoot. That was my wallpaper for a while. I didn't like that shoot, and I've seen gorgeous shoots with her. Yeah. I mean, and it's not anything like that. I've just seen better shoots. I found it too. 
This is going to sound terrible. So Why? I had a friend. I, I No, the porny wasn't the problem. I had a friend of mine who used to put it really good. When he, would, he, when he was looking at porn, you can look at Playboy, and it's very aesthetically pleasing, but sometimes you want to get down and dirty, so you go for, like, the hardcore dirty, the dirty stuff. You're going for Hustler, not Playboy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, pomegranate monthly. I get it. Yeah. So when you look at Kim Kardashian in that photo, it is so beyond photoshopped and retouched that it's gone past the point of being aesthetically pleasing to it just being... There's, there's nothing real about it. And the pictures that last... You know, you think of the most iconic photos, they may have been staged photos, but they're those moments in between where someone really smiles or where something, someone really catches a glimpse. And I would love to have seen something. I've seen photos of her that I think are gorgeous and should last. Then I've seen photos of some of these people that I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, that's there's that's that's part of her aesthetic. Is that I mean, she's tried acting and music, not good. You know, but my, she's uh, gorgeous. So she's know. pretty. My brother actually saw her in real life and compared her to a hobbit. <laughs> I have never had the. I haven't had the. Uh, uh, haven't had the play. So, I, I understand South Park's thing. I do. I get it. South Park's thing, comparing her to a Hobbit lens, like she's kind of short and she's shapely, but she's not special. What makes her special is when she interacts. It's that eye contact. It's that interaction. And that's what makes most celebrities special. Sandra Bullock's a pretty lady, but she's not the be-all and end-all. But you take one look at her, no one's going to say no. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I think, uh, oh, God, Anna Kendrick uh, said it best. Uh, she said she was like, yeah, she knows she, she's hot, but she's not like Budweiser hot. Yeah. She's like hottest girl in your improv class hot. But that's it. But that's, it, it's, it's something about them. Um, if, you, if you look at Emma Stone, it's the, same, it's the same thing. She's a beautiful woman. It's not taking away the beauty. Um, I do not find Jennifer Lawrence attractive in the least. But when you can put that, that je ne sais quoi, that certain something there, it changes it. And it works for models. It works for that. And in Paris Hilton's case, she can take a very false life and make you feel like you're a part of it. She's become her own character. And I find that very, very interesting. And it does take a certain degree of talent. That's why everyone doesn't have a, re a reality show. Um, we are going to go to break when we are back on we will be on with Jasmine we've had her on before you guys asked for her back we are bringing her back she was in Maxim USA called the German and Persian Beauty a true international uh, smoke show she's gorgeous uh, she won the title of Australia's top glamour model in 2017 and 2018 and she'll probably tell us all about this when she gets on she will she's been featured in TV magazines She's been a guest star on The Sunday Project. She's been on radio. Uh, she's been on Naked News in Canada. She's recently played roles in The Alliance and an Australian miniseries called At the Phoenix. Both are uh, set to premiere this year. We're going to go more in depth with her. She's amazing. And i got to say, I've worked with a lot of people. Um, we've had to cancel with her twice. My aunt died. Like it, it was a big family drama. And usually when you deal with models of her caliber or actors of her caliber, you say, hey, I've got a disaster going on. The response you get from them is, fuck you, I'm not dealing with you. She is sweet, kind, and really understanding. So Very I, forgiving. 
very forgive. I, I am in this girl's corner. Like that, that is really cool. That kind of kindness is a very rare thing. When we come back, we will be on with her. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland, and we'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. All right, guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm going to ask ahead of time our giveaways. We have a ride at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California, and a float at True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas. My question is, I've already said the names of the... uh, films and the miniseries that are premiering this year. Tell me what Jasmine's in coming up and you can win one of those. Um, I'm going to welcome to the show Jasmine. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Hello. So I wanted to start and say thank you. Usually when you cancel... sorry. Yeah, thank you and sorry. Usually when I cancel with people, you know, um, or when people cancel with me, everyone in entertainment is like awful about it. My aunt died. It's been a disaster, and you were so good and so understanding. I just wanted to say thank you. That is such a rare, rare thing in Hollywood. So thank you very much for that. No worries, but I think um, I think what people need to understand is that spontaneous and even the worst of things can happen at any time, and I don't think that's anyone's fault. So um, it is something that can quite happen to literally anyone 
So, yeah, I completely understand. Well, I think it's amazing. Like I said, it's especially with models of your caliber, it's very, very rare that people are understanding about anything. Usually, you know, they're assholes. I know I'm an asshole about most things. So mm-hmm. I, I found it really, really refreshing and really impressive. And I think, I think it spoke so well to your character. So whatever you do, I will always be in your corner. Can you tell everyone a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself? I know we've had you on before. Um, everyone was really excited when we said you're coming back. Then I got uh, hate mail for not having you back on. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Um, so, yeah, um, my name's Jasmine Shoja. I'm half Persian, half German. I'm out of Australia. Um, I was awarded Australia's Top Glam Model of 2017 and 2018. Um, and I'm an upcoming actress, and I have pretty much posed for many magazines, such as Maxim USA, um, Maxim Africa as well, and I've posed for Playboy now seven times, um, one of them being the cover of Playboy Croatia, which was just last year. And yes, I've been on Naked News um, once, and I'm expected to go on there for a second time, um, but that's soon to be revealed. So yeah, I've been doing quite a lot. I've been very active on social media, and anyone who's following me would know that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm coming to the US as well this year, so I'm very excited for it. Well, when you do, let me know when you're out, and I'm going to drag you out to meet a bunch of people. So let me know when you're out here. We'll take you out. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> now, uh, for for all the aspiring models out there, I've got about 8 million questions. I'm back on Twitter, and boy, are you a popular subject. Um, and really gorgeous, which is the ongoing thing. What advice would you give to aspiring models? Um, so... I think the most important thing is just to be very confident, be very confident in yourself. And something that I learned recently, or I think I've been learning this whole time, it's not all about just you in, in a sense, especially when it comes to very big projects. You're working with a whole bunch of people. Um, your manager or your agent is one of them, even though they're not, may not physically be there. So you have to have confidence um, with the people that you're working with as well, because that will make a huge difference at the end of the day, especially for, for a project that may be extremely important to you. Um, and I guess the reason why I say this as well, um, and, you know, you hear stories of it happening with anyone, not only models, but with any sort of talent, is that if things go wrong and you don't have, I guess you could say, confidence, um, or you're not able to fully rely with members of a team, you know, that can just make things, I guess, worse or may make things very difficult to resolve. So I guess it's like overall it's definitely having confidence in yourself as a model and, you know, doing a lot of training to make sure that, you know, you're, you're knowing your poses, you're knowing that you're able to perform well on set. But I guess, yeah, from a more larger perspective, it's about having confidence in everyone that you work with. I like that. What made you decide to do it? Um, I guess it's something that I've always wanted to do since I was a little girl. I felt very inspired by all the um, the women and the models that were that I saw on TV and in magazines such as Vogue and so on. You know, it, it's funny um, because many people 
doesn't matter who they are, um, whether it's women or men even, they'll look at men's magazines and think it's just, you know, trash. But funny enough, and I'm not saying I read these magazines when I was little, but obviously you come across these sort of things in stores, on TV. And, you know, I felt inspired by many of the um, glamour models as well. So, um, yeah, overall, modeling as, as a whole was a huge inspiration to me. And um, acting was also something that I really wanted to do, but I didn't get into that until like one year ago. Um, one year ago. And, um, yeah, no, I think modeling to me has been just, you know, something that I've always wanted to do and since the day I started it, it was just one of those passions that really clicked with me. Why do you think it clicked? I think it clicked because it's very hard to explain, but I can definitely say, and I remember my first photo shoot very well. It was basically a portfolio shoot, but I really wanted to kind of just break the ice, if that makes sense, because... Up, leading up to that point, I know that, like, I knew that doing this was going to be something that was going to make me very happy. But I guess when I when I was there, I really wanted to be there all day. I really enjoyed the posing. I really enjoyed having a camera, like, face me as much as that sounds a bit funny. And, you know, I just really enjoyed the whole concept and all, all the action that took place. So I guess that's how I knew that I really, um, I really was... I really was going to enjoy this um, for the long run. Well, I think it's the right place for you to be. You have an amazing, I mean, an amazing look to you. You are, I'm trying to find it, you're you're one of the nicest people around. I mean, if anyone deserves success, you do. Um, What made you realize you could do this? I, I know that sounds odd. But not everyone realizes that they can do this. Not everyone realizes they can make a career out of it. I realized that, at least from the beginning, I mean, as you progress in your career, you realize more, especially as you become better, which I think is a very um, normal or natural process. But if we're going to go straight to the beginning or even leading up to that point, I think I realized that I could do it because, you know, it was just something that was lying inside me this whole time. Like, it, it was something that I really had a passion for, even though I hadn't really had done it much. Or, in, of course, leading up to the, my first photo shoot, I hadn't done it at all. But I knew that this really inspired me and that I really liked it and that I felt that I may not have necessarily known I could make a full-fledged career at that point, but I knew that I would enjoy it and therefore, I guess, do it well, um, or at least, yeah, do it well with, like, a passion for it. Because I guess there's a difference between doing a career and liking the fact that you're getting popularity and money or, you know, doing a career and really enjoying it because you have a passion and drive for it. And, yeah, there's a, there's a huge difference between the two, and I think that applies in any industry, really. And um, I guess because a lot of things have happened to me um, in the past, um, I think you can read about it online as well. Um, and that was, you know, the the struggle that I had with domestic violence. So deep down, I knew that I had, I guess, the strength to do things. Um, 
because you, you do become a stronger person out of those things, um, as much as that sounds bad, but like in the sense that, you know, you have to go through something really aggressive or really bad in order to become a stronger person. But I think that just, you know, that's just the natural case that it happens to a lot of people who do go through these crises, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, no, I just knew that I had the willpower, obviously the strength and yeah, just the desire to really give it a shot. And um, yeah, since day one, it kind of just um, went ahead and I really enjoyed it. Now you talk about domestic violence. Uh, I know that's personal, but we've got a lot mm. of girls that that are going through this. I have a lot of women write in. They've been assaulted at auditions. They've gotten beat up by boyfriends because they wanted to to do this for a living, which I always found very, very, very strange. It is very strange. All it is is jealousy and control. It's It's a very obvious thing. I mean, people, I mean, here's a really good way of putting it. If you're if you had to resort to violence because you felt that that's what you had to do in order to stop someone from doing pursuing a career, well, then isn't that in itself is obvious that you must be jealous or not liking the fact that they're they're wanting to do that. Of course, it's again, if someone had to resort to doing that, that already describes what kind of person they are. So really, you just need to look in between the lines and. Um, and ask yourself that. And, I mean, this could apply to anyone, not only men, but to women as well or to to parents as well because, obviously, there's a thing called family violence. Um, but, yeah, you just have to look at it and say, you know, anyone who has to resort to violence, especially, you know, in order to control people, those aren't the sort of people that um, somebody like an entrepreneur or someone who just really wants to do something um, because they like it, that's not someone you want to be around. And I think those people themselves need help. You know, it's, For it's you, now how did you and, open a violent, in, in a violent situation? I'm sorry, I know that's very, very personal. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Like, I guess, um, I guess like anything, you know, and this was before I started modeling, so my career had nothing to do with it, really. Um, but, you know, I guess you meet someone, you don't exactly know everything about them. Like, you, you think you know them. I mean, sometimes it takes years to fully know somebody, and even then you may not entirely know everything that they've personally been through. But I guess, it, you know, if I had knew, known that they had a bit, bit of a violent side to them, I, I don't think I would have dated them or been with them, but it was hard to say because, in all honesty, it was like, you know, you fall in love with someone, you want to be with them. They seem like a very supportive and strong person. At least that's what I look for. And, you know, then you end up discovering more things about them. And obviously, in my case, and in, for many women and men, um, you find out they have a little bit of a dark side in the sense that they like controlling you or they just like being um, dominant in, in a very negative way. And, you know, domestic violence can be, you know, broken up into many things. It can be physical, it can be, you know, emotional, it can be, it can be anything. Like, people tend to, you know, control or enjoy controlling people with money. And that's, that's 
in a sense as well, domestic violence, as much as it may not be versus physically beating up someone. So it's it's a very interesting thing. And um, yeah, all well, I can say is it that, affects your self esteem. You know, How did you get out intact? How did you get get out with your self esteem intact? How did I get? Well, unfortunately, in my case, and this is where you know it can sound very scary. Obviously, I'd spoken to. Um, you know, family members, friends, and even accounts at the time, you know, during my whole, during when all this drama was happening. And unfortunately, although I wasn't physically hurt to the extent that I had to be hospitalized or anything, but it wasn't until one incident where someone had heard and called the police that then the whole process was going to end because, you know, once, of course, once the police arrive, you know, someone gets arrested, you know, you submit a statement and blah, 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 the whole thing goes on. So to say that it had to get to that point in order for something to happen is a lie. I think personally from my case and for anyone, you know, if you're already enduring violence, you can go to the police or to authorities at any time. It's not that you have to wait for something bad to happen, but... Um, you know, in my case, I did, and it wasn't deliberate. It was just more that I didn't know what to exactly do. It was a very confusing time, but the really funny thing is, you know, now I do. Now I can say to anyone who may need, need advice that you can seek help very early. It's not that you have to wait until um, there's been a few incidences or you don't have to wait until there's a particular point um, the and then, you know, call the police or have someone else call the police, you know, or something like that. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. But, um, you know, in some ways I like to look at it as a positive way, you know. Um, someone was all obviously watching over me in the sense that, you know, the police w were called and that was it. But, um, yeah, I can definitely say for me anyway, from that moment onwards, um, things had dramatically became better in the sense that that's when the justice system really came in. And as for myself, you know, as things were ending in that, with that chapter, I started to work on myself as well. And, you know, later on I discovered modeling. So, um, yeah, it was a really big mess. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people, a lot more people than society would like to think are going through messes of their own. Um, so it's, it's kind of sad, but it's, it's common to, or at least from what I've heard, it's more common than I thought it was where people go through all sorts of scenarios. And I think it's amazing. I mean, to go through that and do what you're doing, that, that is, that's huge. Did it affect... Yeah. Like, did it, how, how did it affect you? I think it affected me in a lot of ways. Um, I can definitely say that I'm not... It's not like I'm an enclosed person. I'm a very confident person. I'm very open-minded, and I think that's something that I have to teach myself even after all of this. Um, but one thing that did come out of it, and... I don't want to say it's a negative thing and at the same time I don't want to say it's a positive thing. And I think a lot of, this happens to a lot of people who have suffered 
some sort of abuse or violence or any sort of, um, you know, drama of some sort. You know, it, it, it really weakened my ability to be able to trust people and that, that applied to anyone. It didn't necessarily apply to um, males, for example, or it didn't necessarily apply to, you know, um, you know, for me in order to, to be in a relationship because I'm with someone now. It just it just really weakened my ability. It's like I always had to. It's like I always automatically think twice, perhaps three times, and um, you know, if if you look at all these cases about people, even children going through violence, it, it happens. Your, your trust is broken because someone has manipulated with that so badly that it, it's hard to kind of. You know what I mean? And the really contradicting thing to that as well is that it's like once you experience something, automatically um, you learn from it. So on one hand, you want to be more open with people, but on the one hand you say, oh, well, I've learned from this experience that I can't exactly just give, you know, 100 or 200% trust to everyone that I meet. So it's, it's a very difficult thing, I have to say. It's something that um, myself and a lot of people I know who've been through many different types of issues have had to kind of deal with, and it's, it's, it's challenging. I, I, I understand from personal experience, unfortunately. I'm just so impressed with how you handled it. Um, we have about five minutes left of the show. Is there anything you want to say to the audience? And we didn't get to their questions again, so I'm going to beg you to be on. Um, and <laughs> with the prayer that no more of my relatives will die, because I am not, I can't cope with that right now. Um, where, where can everyone find you? I know we put up links to you every week. So you guys, any, everyone can find me on, um, yeah, on Facebook, Instagram. My website is currently relaunching. Um, I'm on YouTube and Twitter as well. Um, so to clarify that, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm under Jasmine Shojai Model. Under Twitter, I'm under Jasmine underscore Shojai. And if anyone wants to view my videos on YouTube, it's just Jasmine Shojai Model TV. So I'm going to put up a link to all of that, guys. She's not just an incredible model. She's an incredible person. Like I said, most of the people in entertainment are real assholes. You have no idea. Um, I mean, we repeatedly canceled. There were issues. My aunt died. And she has been really incredible about it. And that's very, very rare. So I, I'm, I do want to say thank you again. Um, I know to you know the rest mm -hmm. of the world, they don't get how it is. But booking something and having something booked and having it changed, you don't know when you have time or what's going on. It's really hard. So thank you for being so wonderful about that. Um, Paul, where can everyone find you? Uh, of course, uh, you know, find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Uh, uh, well, I still haven't used Twitter, but there's a YouTube channel and the uh, previous events uh, of the podcast are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. I have a personal request. I'm going to leave the end of the show to Jasmine and just uh, let her uh, say what she wants. But I have a personal request. Gentlemen that are trying to get in porn, you keep sending pictures of your penis to ask Paul if you're good enough to be in porn. They're coming to me. Stop. That's all I can say. Stop. I am not a judge of this. I don't want to see this. Uh, I'll put up Paul's link, and good luck to all of you. <laughs> yeah, unless you were raised by a nuclear facility, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, it's just, 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 please, I'm begging you. 
I understand that is the career you gentlemen want, but the pictures are coming to me. It's like when we'd have Dr. Russ on, you guys would send me medical pictures. Okay, I'm no, not a doctor. I, I think I'm, I'm feeling better about the fact that I don't know how to use Twitter. Okay. <laughs> a little better about that. Um, Jasmine, yeah. is there anything you want to say to everyone before the end of the show? We have three minutes left. Yeah. Um, I'm... As a lot of the people who already follow me know, um, you know, I'm doing a lot at the moment. I'm very active online, um, specifically Instagram, so definitely check out my feed and check out my stories. Um, I've got my latest live broadcast up on my Instagram TV as well. I'm doing a number of projects. Um, One of my recent highlights was um, that I've been published for the second time in Playboy Australia. So you can check out um, my mini feature and all the Aussie babes in yeah Australia's Playboy Australia's June issue. So that's on my feed as well with um, the link to the magazine. So yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff. So if you're definitely interested in seeing in seeing all of my latest creative projects, you know definitely check it out. Um, you're an incredibly gorgeous woman. You're also an incredibly deep woman, which I've met Playboy models that can go one way or the other. Um, sometimes they're as vapid, you know, as, as, as vapid as a cloud. And in your case, you're brilliant. So I think you're a wonderful role model. Um, I think you're a wonderful person. And of course we here at the show are 100% behind you. Anytime you have anything come out, you want to come on and talk about it. We'd love to have you and we'd love to have you back on again. Cause we have a bunch of twi- questions we didn't get to. Can we talk into coming back on again? Yeah, well, I'm excited. I'd love to. I'd love to come on. Um, yeah, it's always a pleasure to be here. So, well, I'm gonna talk, see. I got that's that is a legally binding contract. I got a public agreement. Um, we'll 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 have you back on. Thank you so so very much, guys. Thank you for joining us no behind the scenes. I'm gonna put up um, all of Jasmine's stuff for those of you on Twitter asking about the magazine. I will put up a link to where you can buy it. Buy it. You want to see her and more stuff? Buy the magazine. That's how it works. Don't ask us to send it to you. Buy it. She's gorgeous. She's worth it. Trust me. Um, Thank you again, Jasmine. Thank you, Paul. I'm Summer Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.